service we had last night, by the grace of God, it was late, but great. Uh, you must understand, folks, that uh, the preacher is getting old. The prophet is getting old. And I've already asked the Lord what David asked the Lord. And that is, uh, Lord, please do not forsake me in my old age because I need your help. Let's pull, let's pull the whole thing back. So, that's good. Rock of ages, cleft for me. Let me hide myself in thee. Let the water and the blood from thy wounded side which flowed be of sin the double cure save from wrath and make me pure by the way folks that's what you're getting saved from you're getting saved from wrath that we deserve understand that when you believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and you get covered by his blood you are not only getting you're getting saved from wrath God's wrath and hell you must understand just like a good father a good boss a good judge uh, if you do evil and that's on earth they are going to hold you accountable no matter how long it takes uh, uh, but uh, uh, the boom is going to drop on you uh, and I know you don't understand that many people don't understand that people who are truly saved and born again they do understand that that there are consequences for our behavior consequences for our sins and our crimes all day long and in the words of the prophet Andrew Hamilton uh, you're gonna have to bring it to the dough I don't know what that means but it means you're gonna have to the judgment that is uh, against you you're going to have to bring it to the door you're going to you're going to have to face it and with God that is for sure because God is always going to be God he created you from nothing he created the earth for you to live on from nothing he gave you the opportunity to live and to move and to have your being and so my beloved uh, he's he's going to uh, deal with you if you don't do what he has told you to do and if you do not believe in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior you're going you're going to face the wrath of God and you're going to go to hell now this is God's universe as the songwriter said you can you can have this one for tomorrow night this is my father's world and then the next night uh, just as I am this is my father's world and, and he runs it the way he wants to now you have not seen much of God's wrath you're seeing a little bit of it right now this is probably 1% of 1% of what you're going to see as time goes on you do not want to mess with God my dear friends uh, the Bible even says it is a fearful thing uh, to uh, uh, get under the the wrath of God Almighty uh, and that's a that's the DW3 translation <laughs> okay 
It's a fearful thing to fall into the hands of God Almighty, of the living God. Yes, God is loving, but you must understand that love may not always look like love. If you do not believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and repent of your sins, God loves you so much that it will be best for you to not go to heaven because you're not going to like it there since you chose to continue in your sin it's better for you to go to hell and that's love too not the labors of my hands can fulfill thy laws demands could my zeal no respite no could my tears forever flow all for sin could not atone thou must save and thou alone nothing in my hand i bring and by the way i hope you got the, that verse there's nothing that you can do to save yourself you must simply believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Nothing in my hand I bring, simply to the cross I cling. Naked, come to thee for dress. Helpless, look to thee for grace. Foul, I to the fountain fly. Wash me, Savior, or I die. No. I mean, what words? I mean, where did these people get these words from? I believe. I think I know. While I draw this fleeting breath, when mine eyes shall close in death, when I soar to worlds unknown, see thee on thy judgment throne, rock of ages cleft for me, let me hide myself in thee. Glory be to God. Shall we pray? Holy Father God in heaven, I pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ uh, tonight. And Holy Father God, uh, I thank you as you always do. Thank you for lifting some of the satanic pressure and attacks that uh, I experienced throughout the past three or four days. I praise you and I thank you for your love, your grace, and your mercy. I praise you and I thank you tonight for your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, your Holy Spirit, and your holy word and for all of the millions and the many and the manifold blessings that you have bestowed upon us because I am human Lord I cannot count them all but Lord I do thank you for them all every last one of them and Lord help my all of my help my wife and all of my children to remember the thousands and no doubt millions of miracles and answers to prayer that you uh, gave to me for uh, the family and for the ministry and how that you uh, have blessed our family with favor and favor even in the sight of people some who may not even like us that much but you touch their hearts and you fix their hearts to help us anyway and <clears throat> Holy Father God, I do pray, hallowed be your name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven, and help all of us who are under the sound of my voice, Lord, to uh, uh, pray what they mean and mean what they pray, every word, even though it may be familiar. 
Help us to put uh, all, our all into what we pray and how we pray in faith, believing. Holy Father God, we pray, Lord, tonight for Matt Chandler and his wife and the church and the couple that he violated. We pray, Lord, that your will would be done and done quickly. And uh, Holy Father God, we uh, praise you and we thank you for salvation and uh, spiritual, mental and physical, uh, financial and material, protection and provision, uh, blessings that you have bestowed upon us down through the years, every day, every hour and every minute. Any one of those minutes, something terrible could have happened. Lord, I thank you for protecting us and providing for us. Down through the years. Thank you for hearing and answering our prayers. And so, Lord, that's why I pray tonight. That's why by your grace I led my wife in prayer throughout the day and, in, and uh, encouraged her to pray on her own throughout the day because I know that prayer works. And I am asking her to pray uh, in a certain way and uh, because I believe that you answered my prayers when I was lost and I pray that you will answer her prayers. And I do pray that she will lay aside her hard pride and humble herself and come to know you as Savior and to truly believe in you. Renouncing what she did in the past as I did and had to do because I was not saved. I even had to get baptized again. <clears throat> I pray the same, Lord, for all of our family on both sides and uh, Lord I pray that everybody in our family uh, would examine themselves and see whether or not they be in the faith and to get saved before it is eternally too late uh, for the real family reunion will be in heaven not down here and so Holy Father God I do pray that you would cast out the devil and the demons of hell and the satanic demonic spirit of Judas, Jezebel, Sanballat, and Tobias out of my wife and I thank you that she was a little bit better today than she was on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday and uh, I pray that she would get better and stay that way permanently and she could easily do that if she would believe in you. I pray that you would cast the devil and the demons of hell out of everybody in our family who has that problem uh, and outside of our family and in the families of people who are born again and saved uh, everywhere and their families and their children. And Lord, I do pray that you would rebuke and bind the devil, his demons and his hosts, Lord, from our family and all other Christian families and all other people give us sweet victory over the world the flesh and the devil and Holy Father God grant me your energy your strength your unction and your anointing uh, your health and strength and the power the unction and the anointing of your Holy Spirit to read your Holy Word to teach your Holy Word to preach your Holy Word and to preach your Holy Gospel and Lord I do pray <coughs> Uh, Lord uh, tonight that you would deliver all of us who are saved from temptation evil and sin grant us your grace and the power of your Holy Spirit to love right to live right to think right to do right to act right and to do that which is pleasing in your sight and Holy Father God I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that uh, you will help us to do that for thine is the kingdom the power and the glory 
and uh, give us sweet victory over the world, the flesh, and the devil. Help us to remain sober-minded and vigilant and watchful. <clears throat> I know that many of us don't want to have to always be on God, but we must because if uh, the devil can get just a left jab in on some of us, we'll be gone and knocked out for good, knocked out of the race. <clears throat> Pardon me, Lord. And Holy Father God, I pray <clears throat> and Holy <clears throat> Holy Father God, I pray in the holy name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, help us to humble ourselves and to pray and to seek your face and to turn from our wicked ways and to repent. And uh, Holy Father God, uh, help us to repent of our sins and get back to you, our first love. And Lord, we pray for the salvation of the lost, for the revival of the saved, for the healing of the sick for the comfort of the grieving and the mourning in this country and around the globe and uh, draw them to yourself by your might and power as you see fit and Holy Father God for those of us who are saved lift our burdens cares worries and anxieties troubles problems and fears from our hearts our minds, our souls, and our spirits. Put a God at our hearts, minds, and tongues that we would not sin against you. And Lord, fill us with your peace. Always for those of us who are saved, the, the pass of all understanding, your joy unspeakable, your holy serenity and tranquility of mind and heart. And Holy Father God, I pray uh, that, Lord, you would also, if we would confess our sins and repent of our sins and be obedient to you by your grace, Lord, deliver us from all of our distresses and afflictions, uh, uh, tribulations and troubles and trials and temptations and tests and tensions which have a tendency also to affect us physically with high blood pressure. So, Lord, deliver us from those things that cause high blood pressure and uh, anxiety and worry and fear and so forth. And, Lord, uh, help your people who are with me tonight uh, to do just that, to pray without ceasing and to pray about the lifting of burdens and cares and anxieties and so forth and so Lord I do pray also that you would deliver us each and every one of us who name the name of Christ uh, Lord from all spiritual and mental and physical uh, emotional family financial legal student loan debt student progress problems Lord continue to show us mercy all of us mercy the whole world mercy uh, in the midst of uh, chastisement, rebuke, and punishment, uh, that there will not be so, uh, uh, that there would hopefully not be, let your will be done, a housing crisis, a food crisis, a medical crisis, and a utilities crisis for millions of people around the world. And we are, we're on the border line of that happening. And some people are experiencing it right now. And so, Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you will continue to show that mercy according to your will. And Holy Father God, I pray for my entire family. I pray for my children, uh, Danny, Daniel, Danita, Danae, Daniqua, Daniel, Ezekiel, Danielle, uh, Duran, Danielle, and Quasia, and all other Christian families and their family members and their children. 
<clears throat> and everybody who is under the sound of my voice right now and who will be under the sound of my voice. And, uh, and Lord, I do pray that you'll protect us from ourselves, for we are our biggest enemy. Protect us, Lord, from ourselves, our flesh, and the devil, and from the demons of hell, and from evil people in the family, evil people in the church, evil people in the world. And Holy Father God, we pray. that you would place upon us the whole arm of God tonight. Uh, surround us with a band of your holy angels and a wall of your holy fire. Cover us and cleanse us through the precious blood of Christ tonight. And Lord, help us to look for your blessed hope, your second coming. Lord, help us not to get all bogged down with what's happening down here, but to be looking for the uppertaker and not necessarily the undertaker and lord uh, and, and 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 that will do wonders in all of our hearts and it will lower our blood pressure as well <clears throat> so lord help us to obey your word this is let not your heart be troubled and uh, lord help us to do everything we do for your glory praise and honor and for the lifting up of your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, until we die or, you, uh, or until you come and get us. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for sake. Amen. Burden down, Lord, since I lead my burden down. Burden down, Lord. Burden down, Lord, since I lead my burden down. I feel better, so much better, since I laid my burden down. I can't sing, but I feel better, so much better, since I laid my burden down. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and yes, even foes in the family. And to my standing between the living and the dead, prayer, devotional, memorial, family, evangelistic service, family members, my beloved, welcome, one and all. This is Daniel white the third who sounds very pompous when he says that but as a black man we can get away with it president of gospel light society international with the scripture and the sense podcast number 999 999 where I simply read the Word of God, the Holy Bible, and give the sense of it based on an authoritative commentary source, such as the Bible Knowledge Commentary and or the Matthew Henry Commentary. Beloved, this podcast is based upon Nehemiah chapter 8, verse 8 where it says Ezra and the Levites read in the book in the law of God that's what they called it back then the law of God they knew it was not the law of man hello okay see that's what we're talking about we're talking about the word of God people and uh, if you do not have a healthy respect for the Word of God, there's something wrong somewhere down in your soul. <clears throat> Distinctly. And gave the sense and caused them to understand the reading. 
So, my beloved, the aim of this podcast is that through the simple reading of the Word of God and the giving of the sense of it, the understanding of it, it is my humble prayer that the church would be revived and that the world would be awakened by getting saved from the wrath of God. We talked about that earlier. The wrath of God to come. No, you're not really experiencing much of it right now. It's going to get far worse than this. It's going to get nasty, my dear friends, as time goes on. But anyway, and get saved from the eternal burning hell, the lake of fire, by believing in God's Son, Jesus Christ, who said these loving, magnificent, and most important words in the history of the world to mankind. He said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. Dear friend, tonight believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou you shalt be saved. And all you need to do and all you need to bring is your sincerity because God does not suffer fools. God does not play and God does not want you to play with him. Because if you're coming to play, then you're going to end up burning in hell. It's very simple. Okay. Uh, Just bring sincerity when you come to God and you want to believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. You say, well, preacher, how can I do this? First, you need to understand, my dear friend, that you are a sinner. You have done evil in God's sight, not only once, but repeatedly, thousands of times. Why? Because you were born with a sinful nature. And so you produce sins like a factory produces tires or whatever they produce or make. And you choose to sin. So not only do you, uh, not only are you sinning because of your foreparents, Adam and Eve and everybody in between, but uh, you're sinning because you choose to sin. I choose to sin. For the Bible says we are all sinners. For all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Everybody is a wicked, evil sinner. Nobody's a bigger sinner than you, and uh, uh, nobody is a lesser sinner than you. We all have sin. One sin makes us all uh, sinners on the same level. We're all in the same boat. Uh, you say, well, preacher, what is sin? Lying? <clears throat> Don't think that's a dumb question. It's not. Many people, are because they're so blind to God and his word, they don't know what sin is. Many people don't know what sin is. When I was uh, coming up in my sinful days, if you will, I didn't know what sin was, and I did not care. I knew some of it was a sin, but I didn't call it a sin. I called it getting over or pulling the wool over somebody's eyes and other major sins that I committed such as fornication, I, I never even heard that word, and even though I was raised in church, I never heard that word. I never heard that word. It, it, if it came into my ears, it went out very quickly, <clears throat> having sex with girls. I mean, that was the thing, I mean, you know, back in the day. And I felt no compunction or any guilt whatsoever about uh, uh, having sex with girls and things like that. Man, I didn't think. Uh, I thought something was wrong with you. If you you were not doing the same thing I was doing, that's how wicked and turned around and backwards I was. And I believe most sinners are that way. Some many sinners don't even know that they're sinning. 
against God Almighty. And shame on us in the church who don't point it out to them. We're all sinners. Lying, stealing, robbing, murder, lusting after people and things. Dishonoring and disobeying and disrespecting our parents. Uh, dishonoring God by taking his name in vain, committing adultery. <coughs> Fornication, homosexuality. On and on, the sins are listed in the Ten Commandments and all throughout the Bible. And we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. I may not have done what you've done. You may not have done what I've done. But we all are guilty. And then the Bible says, secondly, that uh, the wages of sin is death. There is a penalty for sin. There is a punishment for sin. The wages of sin is death. We die because of our sins. We do not die from a disease. It's, that's just a, pardon me, a means of dying. We die because of our sins, my friend. It is a punishment. There's nothing fun about death. It is not uh, a continuation of life is not uh, is a part of is not a part of life, my friends. As some philosophers would like to tell you, it's not. It's the end of life on this earth, my dear friend, and that's a very serious matter. I mean, just think about it. Can you even imagine not living on this earth? Well, understand that God wants you to understand that if you uh, if God allows you to die from your uh, sins uh, and if you do not believe in the Lord Jesus Christ while you are on this ball called earth because Jesus Christ died here okay for you and for me he came from heaven came off his throne he died on this ball called earth that's hanging on nothing by the way but God's word that blows my mind after 43 years of being saved that blows my mind this ball called earth hanging on nothing right now we're hanging on nothing But his word is holding it up out in space. You know God had to create this. Because we would have never thought of anything like this in a billion years. We would have laid a foundation and had a big old mountain. And then we would have just made a... Uh, see, that's why people thought that the earth was flat. Because that's how we think. It's laid out flatly and have everybody living on one plane. Only God could think of this right here, my friend. And you're going to tell me there's no God. The Bible says people who say there's no God, uh, God called them. The Bible calls them a fool. I didn't, I didn't call you that. That's what the Bible calls you. Two times. A fool. For you to look at all of this. A perfect ball with, with nothing but perfection for us to live on. Stars, and moon, and sun, uh, hanging on, all of that's hanging on nothing out there in space. Hanging on nothing. And it does its job. So, let me tell you something. Only God can think of something like that. You better believe in God, and you better believe in His Son, Jesus Christ. And when you think about all of that, and when Jesus Christ comes down here, the Son of God, and says, For God, 
who created the universe, so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. I think you need to believe on him. When you see, when you look at it in its context, which is amazing. And so, God wants you to understand. Now, you have time to live on this earth. And he put you here to glorify his name, to acknowledge him in all of your ways, and to give him praise and to fellowship with him through prayer and worship and, 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 and on and on. Now, if you don't believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and you don't do that, uh, guess what else God is going to allow you to do? He's going to allow you to go to hell. Because you loved sin more than you love righteousness. You love darkness and pride more than you love light and holiness and humility. See? So, uh, you need to do what Jesus Christ told you to do. And since tomorrow is not promised you and is not promised to anybody, never has been promised to anybody. You, you would be wise to do it now. Today is the day of salvation because this is the only day you have. <coughs> My dear friend, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ because um, contrary to uh, some false apostles and pastors and prophets and preachers, Dear friend, hell is real. Jesus Christ preached more on hell than anybody in the Bible, the Holy Bible. He preached more on hell than John the Baptist. And John the Baptist preached on hell, but he didn't. Jesus preached on hell more than he did. Jesus Christ preached on hell more than all of the prophets. And all of the apostles too. Paul preached on hell a little bit, but not as much as Jesus. Jesus Christ preached more on hell than he uh, did heaven. Why? Because he loves you and he wants you to understand the warning uh, so that you will take advantage of what he has done for you, that is, believing. Uh, that is, believing in his son, Jesus Christ. Believing in Jesus Christ, who suffered, bled, and died on the cross. And that's another thing. When you look at the dynamics of the cross and what Jesus Christ suffered on the cross, he went through hell and went to hell for you and me. God is not going to let you into heaven without going through him. You can beg and plead for another chance, but once you die, it's over. You're going to lift up your eyes, the Bible tells us, in hell, in the torments of hell. I know you don't know too much about this because most preachers don't preach the truth anymore. They just want your money and they want you behind in their pews. They don't care about you, but Jesus did. He cared about you. You need to listen to what Jesus Christ said about hell. For Jesus Christ said in one of his choice, one of his uh, uh, most powerful sermons, if you will, on hell, if I can say that, uh, found in Mark chapter 9, verses 43 through 48. And if thy hand offend thee, cut it off. It is better for thee to enter into life maimed. All of his sermons were powerful. But this one stands out to me than having two hands to go into hell into the fire that never shall be quenched where their worm dieth not and the fire is not quenched <clears throat> and if thy foot offend thee cut it off it is better for thee to enter halt into life than having two feet to be cast into hell into the fire that never shall be quenched where their worm dieth not, and the fire is not quenched.
And if thine eye offend thee, pluck it out. It is better for thee to enter into the kingdom of God with one eye than having two eyes to be cast into hell fire, where their worm dieth not and the fire is not quenched. Hell is a very, very real place. Jesus Christ would not say those things if hell was not real. And hell is a place of torment, a place where the fire shall not be quenched. Jesus Christ repeated that over and over again. Jesus Christ and uh, Father God, they do not play and they cannot lie. You understand that? So I have to do my job and warn you. Uh, and I do this every day by the grace of God because that's what God called me to do. To help you to understand that this is real, man, woman. You're going to die and go to hell if you don't believe in the Lord Jesus Christ and repent of your sins and start serving him. Because Jesus Christ said, if you love me, keep my commandments. Now, dear friend, believe what Jesus Christ said. Believe in the Lord Jesus Christ so that you can be saved from that awful place called hell and live the life that God wants you to live down here. Pardon me, following him and obeying him. If you want to get saved, be sincere and follow me in the uh, sinner's prayer. Repeat after me phrase by phrase for the Bible says Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Romans 10.9 says that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus, and shalt believe in thine heart that God hath raised him from the dead, thou you shalt be saved. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. If you're sincere and you really want to get saved, pray with me the sinner's prayer right where you are. You don't have to be in church. You don't have to wait for a church to open up. The doors of the church have been open 24-7 ever since Jesus Christ died on the cross, was buried, and rose on the third day. Walk right on in. Jesus Christ said, I am the door. Open the door and come on in through this prayer and believing in your heart in Jesus Christ that he died for your sins, was buried, and rose on the third day by the power of Almighty God. Let's pray. Holy Father God, I acknowledge and I admit that I am a sinner and that I have done evil in your sight. For Jesus Christ's sake, please have mercy and grace upon me and please forgive me of all of my sins. My failures and my faults as I now believe with all of my heart the best way I know how. In your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who I believe died for my sins, was buried, and rose on the third day by your power. Lord Jesus Christ, I believe in you. I receive you into my heart. Please come into my heart and save my soul and my, uh, come into my spirit and save my soul today. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to change.
Help me to repent of my sins and help me to walk in the newness of life. Obedient to your holy word, the Bible. In Jesus Christ's name I do pray and forsake. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you believed in your heart, in the Lord Jesus Christ, that he suffered, he bled, and he died on the cross for your sins, was buried and rose from the dead by the power of God. Because this is a personal thing. It's about you and him right now. And you call on his name in prayer based upon the word of God, whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. If you did that in sincerity, then now, based upon God's word, I can congratulate you for doing the most important thing in life, and that is believing in the Lord Jesus Christ for your soul's salvation. God won't make you, and I can't make you. It's all up to you as to whether or not you want to trust in Christ as Savior. He will help you, but he will not violate your, your free moral agency. That's how God made us, where we can choose. And so, dear friend, to grow in your newfound faith, please go to gospellightsociety.com and read my book, a free download titled What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said in John 10:9, I am the door by me. If any man enter in, he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. And so, dear friend, read that book and uh, it will give you the next steps you need to take as a new born again born-again Christian. Also, email us and let us know that you got saved so that uh, we can rejoice with you and also stay in touch with you and send you materials to help you to grow in the faith. And uh, if you have a prayer request, please email that to us to the same email, dw3 uh, at Gospel Light Society. And we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. We have many people who not only have sent in prayer requests one time, uh, but some have sent in uh, prayer requests every week, some every other day, uh, some uh, every month or whatever. Anytime you want somebody to pray with you, we're here. We literally have people working around the clock, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. And, uh, I, and I find that amazing because they voluntarily do that. <clears throat> but uh, they will get your prayer request to me. They will pray for you as well. And uh, immediately when they get the prayer request, and then they'll send it to me. And I will pray for you uh, uh, publicly and uh, privately. So uh, send your prayer requests in so that we can pray for you and help you get through whatever you're going through. Uh, now, dear friends, we're going to resume our uh, service already in progress. Today we are reading Matthew chapter 1, verse 1. My son, Daniel Ezekiel, who I know is smiling right now, uh, uh, and he knows why. We just finished uh, Malachi, the last book of the Old Testament. And, uh, and what we're going to do going forward is do one New Testament book <coughs> and then one Old Testament book and mix it up a little bit. So we will uh, go ahead on and go through Matthew, since because I, I tell you, it's been some kind of a journey uh, f 
from Jeremiah all the way through uh, Malachi. And it has been a joyful, powerful, amazing journey. And let me tell you something that I told my uh, children when they were coming up. You don't have to do everything at once. Do here a little, there a little. And you will be amazed at what you can accomplish in life. So <clears throat> what I'm telling you is from our reading the Bible together plus commentaries and study Bibles and everything else and dealing with all the other stuff we have to deal with. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you next time we get into this how many books we covered. Um, I mean, and, I mean, this was intense. I mean, this this is this is seminary level uh, learning from the Bible because we're going line upon line. One, like for example, my son Daniel Ezekiel, who's helping me with this and has been helping me with this now for what I don't know how many years it's been. Um, and to, next time we do this, we'll, it'll be the one thousandth. Uh, podcast episode so that's at least right at three years we've been doing this and he chose to go with just one verse I believe tonight and that's how we've been doing we, we one verse two verses we rarely went three verses every now and then we would do three or four because of context or whatever but we have not been in a rush and it's been a magnificent time. I assure you, if you listen to all of the, these podcasts, you will get a top seminary level education. Seminary, not just Bible college, seminary. Uh, anyway. And yes, I am going to get back to some other podcasts, Christian history and all of that. Uh, right now, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm getting older and and I'm in the empty nest, and so I'm trying to rest and strengthen, get get my strength back and relax and take it easy. But we will be doing that again. I know some of you miss that, but we're, we're, we're going to get back into that here uh, starting uh, in a few days. So pray for us. Matthew chapter 1 verse 1 The book of the generation of Jesus Christ the son of David the son of Abraham That's powerful all by itself So dear friends I just read in your hearing Matthew chapter 1 verse 1 from the Word of God now here is the sense of it or here is the understanding of it as we get into this as we have done traditionally now for over three years uh, we go to the faith life study Bible and it reads in its introduction to Matthew each of the four Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, tells the story of Jesus from his own perspective. Matthew emphasizes that Jesus is the long-awaited Jewish Messiah and King who fulfills God's promises in the Old Testament. Now, you must remember it was 400 right at 400 years between Malachi and Jesus uh, coming okay and so and what that says to us all uh, is that God's going to do things in his own good time and you might as well just settle down and wait on what God is going to do because you're going to have to wait. God, God does not move at what we at the speed we want Him to move. It was 400 years after the last verse of Malachi, before Jesus came. 
That's a long time. Jesus is not just a wise teacher, even though he is that. He is the one God has chosen to usher in the kingdom of heaven. He has come to save and to restore humanity into right relationship with God. Uh, starting first with Israel and then moving to the wider world, the Gentiles. Background, knowledge. The text of Matthew doesn't identify its author, author but ever since the second century AD, Christian tradition has ascribed this gospel to Matthew, the tax collector, called Levi in Mark and Luke's accounts, who became one of Jesus' twelve disciples. Various features in Matthew reflect a writing style that is more Jewish than the other three Gospels. Although John's Gospel is also steeped in Judaism, Matthew seems to have been intended for a community of Jewish people who believed that Jesus Christ was the Messiah. Based on Matthew's focus on the negative elements of the Judaism of Jerusalem and Judea, it seems that the Gospel's audience probably lived outside of Israel, uh, the region, the Israel region. It was probably written in the late first century AD regarding the structure. One way to organize the Gospel of Matthew is by the five major blocks of Jesus' teaching. Each block ends with a phrase noting what happened when Jesus was finished speaking. These five blocks are the Sermon on the Mount, the Missionary Discourse, Jesus' Parables, Jesus' teaching on discipleship, and Jesus' teaching about his return and the Day of Judgment. This five-part division could serve as an echo of the Pentateuch, the first five books of the Old Testament. Matthew is presenting Jesus as a new Moses, if you will. Like Moses, Jesus is leading God's people in an exodus. This new exodus involves breaking the bonds of sin, and just as Moses delivered God's law, Jesus fulfills God's law. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. We thank you, Lord, so much for this time together around your holy word as we go here a little, there a little, and go deeper and deeper into your holy word uh, and its stabilizing power. I pray that you will help us to understand it, to comprehend it, to love it, to cherish it, and to obey it, to proclaim it, to preach it, and to preach your holy gospel from it. In Jesus Christ's name we pray, and for his sake, amen. All right. Dear friends, let's pray for some folks. If you have a prayer list, pray over your prayer list. If you don't have a prayer list, shame on you. You're not doing uh, intercessory prayer as you should. Uh, don't depend on your feeble mind to remember everybody you ought to be praying for. Write their names down. 
Anybody who's asked you to pray for them, write their names down. Uh, things you know you need to pray about, write it down. The devil hates it when people writes, uh, write things down. If uh, I want to get my wife animated and, 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 and started, all I have to do is bring my notebook out and start writing things down in the morning or in the afternoon. And it's been that way ever since I've known her. And I, and I believe the devil is behind it. Because then she begins, she's not saying anything until I bring that notebook out or, when I, or, or until, I'm start, uh, until I start pray, praying. That's when she wants to bring up everything in the world. And she doesn't even know what she's doing. The devil is behind that. Uh, and, and some of you can understand that. Some of you will never understand that because uh, uh, you're not in the position that I'm in. Uh, but the devil hates it when you write things down so that you can remember to pray over people and things and to do certain things. And he'll use people to try to hinder you from getting those things done or praying for those people. It's the strangest thing I know. It sounds strange, uh, I'm sure to you. But pray strategically and on purpose you have your general prayer that God has put in your heart to pray the Holy Ghost you say preacher I, I notice you pray some of the same things every day because that's the prayer that God gave me for this phase and this time in my life and I do not believe the philosophy that's has is running has been running rampant in um, the evangelical church that you got to sound uh, new and say something new every day and, and all of that. Uh, and you, you got to be fresh and, 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 and new. Uh, your sermon has to be uh, so far-fetched. Nobody's ever heard it. The Bible is the same. And in life, uh, God allows you to grow in phases and uh, helps you to grow in phases. And your prayer life may seem to you like it's the same, may seem to others like it's the same. Uh, but God will, throughout your life, change your prayers. And I'm talking about the God, the Holy Spirit, if you're saved, who's living on the inside of you. He's the one who helps you to pray. And there are things He wants you to pray about, and He will help you to pray them. And in the midst of that, he will uh, allow, he will help you to pray other things as well. And then, so you pray that from your heart, and then you pray over the prayerless from your heart as well. And the key thing is, is not uh, new things and or saying the same thing over and over again. What God and what Jesus Christ is against is you're doing like the Catholics repeating things over and over again in the same prayer, constantly uh, saying the same thing over and over again in the same prayer. But every time you pray, if God leads you, if the Holy Spirit leads you to pray, and He guides you uh, according to certain points and mountaintops He wants you to hit, that's what you better pray for that season. Don't worry about what people think. Don't worry about uh, it sounds the same. The key thing is that as I told the people who uh, got saved tonight, is sincerity. Mean what you pray and pray what you mean, even if you have a list. And I know there's some holiness folks who will never have a list because they think they are so great and wonderful. They can remember everything and so forth and so on. Uh, but you can't, and you're not perfect, and you're not great and wonderful either. Okay, get you a prayer list. Keep it with you. Get yourself a prayer notebook and you keep it with you. You take prayer seriously. 
And when God answers prayer, go ahead and, 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 and give a praise to the Lord and then write it down. Take it seriously. Get you a prayer notebook. That's another movie for you right there. You can steal from me. Get a prayer notebook. And see what God will do. But don't just listen to other people pray. You pray. Whenever you have an opportunity to pray in a church service like this, you pray and you'll get more out of the church service and out of uh, prayer. Let's pray. Holy Father God, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Yes, for the millions, but we pray also, Lord, for the few that we can call out name uh, by name uh, who are hurting from the coronavirus plague and other plagues tonight. And Lord, we pray for the family and friends of Germany resident Naomi Soraya. We pray for the family and friends of Kansas resident Michelle Freeman Herrera. We pray for the family and friends of Birmingham UK resident David Trevor Grimes. We pray uh, for the people who have uh, received you as Savior and believed on you as Savior through the preaching of this ministry. Help them to grow in the faith and be the Christians you want them to be. We pray for Therese. We pray for Jose. We pray for Bellisman, Christopher, Murr, and we pray, uh, Lord, for all others, the thousands of others who have gotten saved. <clears throat> and we pray for uh, the thousands who have come back to you through the preaching of your holy word. Help them all to grow in the faith and be the Christians that you want them to be and the disciples that you want them to be. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for sake. Amen. Lord willing, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be back here with you tomorrow night. If the Lord Tarras is coming and we live, make sure you pray without ceasing. Pray always, continue instant in prayer, and that will help you keep your mind and heart stayed on the Lord. God bless you as the music plays. Lord willing, we'll see you tomorrow. <laughs>